welcome to The Orphic, um, where we're talking all things beyond ordinary understanding. I'm Alyssa with Interdimensional Astrophysics, and here's Michaela with Mariposa Moonchild. Hello, everybody. I'm here. It is me. <laughs> What's up? Uh, want to start us? Want to start us in with some of that deep breathing? Because like we got to breathe anyway, so we might as well do it together. We got to breathe anyways. <laughs> yes, we might as well make it intentional and actually use it to our advantage. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So let's do that. So I always feel like I need to put this disclaimer. Don't close your eyes if you're driving, please. (laughs) Yeah, please. Um, (laughs) Please. But for everyone else, if you're able to close your eyes, place your feet flat on the floor, rest your hands in your lap or put a hand on your heart, whatever feels good to you. We're going to move through taking a few deep releasing breaths here. So when you're ready, take a deep breath in. Fill your lungs all the way to the top. Pause here. Open your mouth and release. And do another one just like that. Fill your lungs all the way to the top. Pause. Open your mouth and release. And keep just doing a couple more on your own. At this time, just release anything heavy, anything that feels negative or is weighing you down. Let it go with each breath. And now imagine roots coming down out of your root chakra and grounding you down into the earth below us. And just imagine your energy mixing in with the calming, soothing, beautiful energy of Mother Gaia and pulling that back up into your roots and into your body. And take another nice deep breath in, breathe in all that beautiful, peaceful, calming, grounding energy from Mother Gaia and breathing out anything that is not serving you. And when you're ready, let it all go and come back to this moment. Ooh, I always feel much better. I love when you do the thing out of uh, the roots of the feet or like the roots of your root chakra. It just like instantly, I just feel like whew, kind of like brought back down yeah. to reality, which we definitely I, need. So. I love doing that one. I feel like I do like a bigger version of that, a lengthier version of that in the mornings to ground myself yeah. in. Yeah. As soon as I wake up, I do breath work and then I do uh, a version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So um, what are we going to talk about today? Well, first, let's get into a little bit about how we're doing before we before we talk about some other things. Um, so how are you doing? Oh, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> I'm doing great. No, I am I am doing great. Um, but at the same time, I'm also maybe not feeling the greatest. So I yeah. feel like both of those things can exist at the same time. I remember I recently heard someone say that um grief what exactly was the saying something about you can't have like 
joy without grief or like pieces of joy are found within grief i don't know mm-hmm. the exact same so i should be it could be messing that up i agree with that yeah i feel like you're in like an in-between right now i mean we all are to to an extent but i feel like you're definitely in um in an in-between like taking off with other things right yeah definitely i feel like It's like, you know, like there's the feelings of being like hopeful and excited because you can feel like there's shifting and there's transformation and that is like getting is like happening. But then there's also the part of like having to like do the work and Mm. feel the feelings. Yeah. And man, sometimes that shit sucks. Yeah. Well, turmoil is turmoil leads to greatness and i think that we could both attest to that after this year and you know i feel like i think too it just happens in different parts of different like aspects of your life you know like for me there's certain aspects of my life that i've seen turn around a lot and then but there's other ones that are still on the way to turn around you know mm-hmm. yeah and i think like there's so much medicine and going in in that process too because sometimes I feel like maybe I want this certain area of my life or even me or my mind or my heart just to like be fixed and um very common very common and also it's like well what that made me think of too is the fact that unfortunately there's not really a destination (laughs) there's no there's no fixing um no there's no fixing we're walking it we're walking the path every day yeah, and I think it's feeling into that. Like, I feel like as a Sagittarius, I'm, like, naturally pretty, like, optimistic. Like, oh, things are great. Mm-hmm. Things are great. Until mm-hmm. they're, like, not. And then there's also, like, the piece of that where I think there's, like, there's a lot of, like, toxic positivity in our society, yeah. I feel like, too. And, like, yep. there is, like, definitely there's a lot to be said about feeling gratitude in your heart and having that for, like, the moments and the things that are happening and you know, realizing, oh, like this isn't happening um, to me, this is happening for me. And all of those things can be said. But at the same time, sometimes you just kind of feel like, fuck it. And there's a lot of medicine, I think, in sitting in, you're like, fuck this. I mm-hmm. I don't really care right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of medicine as a human, I think, to just sit in that and feel what that feels like yeah and i seen a diagram recently where it it was like a circle diagram and it had human in the middle and then all around human were joy peace love and guilt and shame and they were mm-hmm. all just like kind of sporadic around this diagram yeah yeah and, and i thought that was a really great diagram because i've seen other ones where it's more of like on a hierarchical system of like yeah of like joy is up here and guilt or shame Mm -hmm. is up here and there is something to be said about um the different vibrations of each of those right and that's why it's like it's like a little weird and confusing because it's like there are different there are different vibrations associated with different emotions and different feelings and everything but it's like at the same time i think there's a really big aspect of it like Lori ladd talks about this a lot like 
we're not in control of the state of our being as much as people think that we are. And as much, and it's, that's, that's why it's such a weird like uh, dichotomy and too in the spiritual community. It's like, we're not really as in control as, as we think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. What do you mean by we're not in, as in control as like we think? Like when emotions move through you, like, um, like if you're, when you have a day that you're just like a lot more sad and everything and you have to let it and you can't positive think your way out of it you have to just let it move through you because it's like and the other thing too is like you know that that's exactly how you're supposed to be feeling if you even like try like I know that I've had some of these days recently and it gets frustrating talking to other people that will try to you know imply that things like doing certain meditation or breath work or whatever like will help you and like sometimes it just doesn't like sometimes you can do it and you just still feel shitty after and it's like okay well here we are yeah and sometimes you just don't want to do it either yeah and then i think you can get in that cycle of like shaming yourself that you don't want to do it because it's like well i should be doing this so now i'm not gonna do it but now i'm gonna judge myself and shame Mm -hmm. myself and guilt myself that i like didn't do it which just this is like such as the shame spiral yeah yeah the shame spiral which just like leads to the same cycle over and over because then it's like connected to your worth and how you feel about yourself and then maybe you don't feel worthy of feeling better having the specific things so you kind of like stay in that Mm -hmm. in that shame cycle yeah and because like like I was saying to you this week like I even like I thought that I had an understanding of that and even this week I had a new a new level of understanding of that because it's like when you feel those things like I felt like conflicting emotions this week of feeling like certain people in my life weren't supporting me and it was and I was trying to both like acknowledge that and not push it away but then I was like well I should have gratitude for the people that are supporting me but then I was also like and then I was talking to um, someone else Kira Grace who's another um, spiritual Um, leader person online that I have grown to become friends with now and she was saying like like your inner child like back to like inner inner child stuff it's like there's that your inner child knows no other way how to feel other than really sad that you're not supported by certain friends and it's like and then I, I kind of had this realization I was like that's true like why am I still trying to be like oh but I should have still have gratitude for the friends that do support me I still should it's like I don't really need to uh I don't really need to get myself out of that it's kind of and it's kind of separate like like right your friend feeling unsupported by certain people isn't in the same arena as you feeling gratitude for the other people that that very true do give that to you right so it's like sometimes when you try to like reason your way out of things like that's another good way of looking at it too like they're entirely separate it's like you don't need to use that to like reason yourself out of another emotion yeah and i'm guilty of that too oh yeah 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 big time Mm -hmm. and then judging how you're feeling um so recently it's really interesting because of course i'm going through i'm reading the sophia code and I'm going through my initiation with Kuan Yin. And mm-hmm. she's one of my main overnighting mentors now that I've connected with her um, that I've realized. So it makes sense that I'm going through these like 
these spaces where I'm able to allow more compassion to come in or where I'm allowed, able to like make space for more compassion to come in. So she is the goddess of compassion and her story is pretty crazy. She had like a pretty rough upbringing and a pretty rough life. And she, I think she like lived with parents that were really hard on her in like ancient China somewhere like mm-hmm. long, 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 long time ago. I don't know how ancient, but like somewhere in there. Um, and a bunch of her parents were really hard on her to start off with. And then there was like a war and these like, I don't know, scary war people. I don't know, soldiers, <laughs> whatever. The scary people that were doing That's the war. Word for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's the right word for that? Um Anyways, these bad people, these bad people yeah. came into her village and killed her parents in front of her, um, raped her. She was like 11 years old, maybe 14, I think like 11, or 11 to 14 in there. And she couldn't do any, she was left there to die basically. And then she ran into the forest and she lived alone in the forest for years and years and years and years. So part of her journey... And I don't have to explain all of it because there's a lot to it. But mm-hmm. part of her journey is all of that made her feel very worthless and mm-hmm. so many things. And she had to come around. She had to really learn to give herself compassion to move through that. And she had the help of, um, I think it was an angel at the time or her overnighting mentor that like came to her like in the forest and they practiced for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, the point of me explaining that was that I'm moving through an initiation of compassion. And that one can be really difficult because a a big thing, like I feel like, to be honest, it's a lot easier for me to look at someone else and be like, oh, they're hurting. I give them compassion. Mm -hmm. Or maybe even someone that hurt me and be like, yeah, they hurt me, but I still feel like I can feel compassion towards them. But it's more Mm -hmm. difficult to give... um, compassion to myself because I'll Mm -hmm. say you know you shouldn't be mad at this person you shouldn't be you shouldn't be mad at yourself why are you know why are you judging yourself like there's it's it's such a cycle that's crazy well I think we're on the same wavelength because I was just gonna say part of the reason that it's so hard to give ourselves compassion is because of the cycle aspect of it because we repeat things so often And it's like the human logical mind and programming like makes us think that just because we've done something once that we should have learned from our mistakes. But that's not really true because um, like, yeah, because there's there's still a part of our minds like because first off, if you haven't fully learned the lesson, like there's a subconscious aspect to it, which this is kind of cool that we're going to be talking about past lives a, a little bit, I believe today, because this has to do with karmic cycles and stuff, because I think there is there's a subconscious aspect of when when we do things and when we repeat things and then we get mad at ourselves for it um, that has to do with like some lesson that that we haven't learned. And I feel like that's the main reason of why it's so you know, obviously hard to have more compassion for yourself because you're watching yourself do these things over and over again. And it's like terrible. <laughs> it's yeah. like, how yeah. could I? Like, I know better. And it's it's like, yeah, the logical mind is not not there to, uh, it's not supposed to get, your, get yourself out of these things. It's like, and you're, you're supposed to repeat these cycles, you know, everything is cyclical. 
Yeah, and it's funny, and it comes to the point where it's like you're judging yourself for judging yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Because number like, one you, culprit. You judge yourself, and then you're just like, don't judge yourself. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. But like, that's what I'm learning is to even sit in maybe like just not holding on to it but just feeling the feeling of judging myself like mm-hmm. i don't yeah i that that sounds kind of weird but that oh, makes sense yeah it makes sense to me so anyways with that it's probably like if i'm just like oh i'm kind of like blah right now it's pro- like it's kind of just like why and it is basically just yeah moving through these pieces of compassion but with that i feel like lately um, we all have triggers in our life from past trauma or whatever it is. And I feel like with my, um, initiation with Kuan Yin right now, it's kind of like, okay, you've asked to play the game and yeah. you've, you've <laughs> asked know. for your curriculum and for your lessons. So let's just give you all of your triggers all at once. Yeah, and now see got a lot this, this last few weeks for sure. Big time. And let's see um, how, yeah, how you move through it. How are you able to give yourself compassion when you're presented with these things? Yeah. And it's funny because it's, 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 it's hilarious really, but it's like just la. sorry, I, my, my cat is on a leash outside of my yard <laughs> and I, and I can- those cat leash people. Is that normal? Uh, I've never had a cat. Is it normal to put a cat on a leash? It's not normal, but this is the okay. thing. Sorry, people, sidebar. <laughs> um, no, most people don't, but this is the thing. It, it seems like for your cat, it's either you let it outside and just let it do whatever it wants to do in the elements, um, yes. or you just keep your cat inside forever. And yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's fair to Best keep your- both worlds. Leash. Is it like one of those long ones that just like she's roaming around? He, Newt? He, Newt, right. Newt, Newt Scamander. Yeah. Get him on the pod. Oh my God. He would love to come on the pod. <laughs> he would love He'd be it. like, meow, <laughs> <laughs> probably is what he would say. Yeah. Anyway, so what, he's just roaming out there? Well, he just knocked. <laughs> <laughs> god let's see if i can get a video of this <laughs> sorry this is just it's really funny oh i missed him um yeah he's roaming around but he's on a leash and he just like <laughs> we have a bunch of chairs that are like stacked up i'll have to take a picture of this yeah. later so we can see what i'm talking about and he just like tried to climb the ladder of stacked chairs but oh, then they yeah, just yeah. like all fell over on him and he like did a <laughs> cartwheel <laughs> and i'm oh. just like watching this out of the corner yeah. of my eye he looks pretty that's stuck cute. but that's his problem that's his problem but yeah basically don't want to let him out so he gets like dies by a coyote or something but also um he loves being outside and no offense but if you have a cat get your cat a leash and take it outside because don't keep your cat inside for its entire life it's an animal and it should be outside that's my psa sorry or you can get one of those cat backpacks with a we have that yeah good yeah we have that too I've been told in a reading that I'm going to have a cat in this lifetime that's a reincarnation of like this tiger that was like very, very, that was like my my best friend in like some other 
goddess lifetime on a different planet and i was like me a cat and i was like okay and she was like you'll know it when you see it it's gonna be white with black and orange spots and i was like all right we'll oh, see i mean i, I think you You're would gonna love... have to tap into that for me let me know if that's true <laughs> yeah i think you would love newt as a cat like his personality yeah. um but it's funny that you do say that because i feel like i have similar um past life things that i can bring in for that too so once we get into that yeah, yeah. we can definitely talk about that stuff yeah um all right well anyway cats aside and we, well yeah sorry i was talking about mm-hmm. um triggers so yeah, yeah i thought it was really funny hilarious all these triggers were coming up and it's like last week like i've been doing my initiation for this has been my biggest initiation just because it's been like a lot of integrating because i finished my chapter but i'm still integrating and my mentor has been like don't go on to the next um chapter for like a couple of weeks because you're still like integrating and these things are still going to come up so yeah last week i listened to a podcast of two um really beautiful well, it was three of them i guess beautiful spiritual people and it was all about the, the sister wound or they're talking a lot about like the sister wound and moving yeah. through that. And also last week I pulled a card and did a channel message for the collective that I posted on my Instagram and it was mm. all about triggers. And then guess what? I'm faced with all these fucking triggers and it's just like, yeah, yeah I know universe. I fucking asked for this. <laughs> Fuck you. I love yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Yeah, basically so so yeah and in that post i talked about um and i think this is important to talk about too when we were when you were saying like we can do all these spiritual practices like if i'm feeling shitty and someone's like they're not always gonna help because they're not always supposed to help no because you're in my mind a prep i think your practice is really important and same with like your routine and i believe that that can set you up to calibrate yourself for the day it can help you feel in your body feel more embodied um but is it it depends like it depends how it's like you can use certain practices or tools to help you move through triggers but the triggers come up for you to do the work so like if you're just like oh this trigger comes up i'm gonna go do breath work but you're not like actually feeling into the trigger you're just doing breath work and it's separate then no it's not gonna help you because you didn't move any of the energy any of the emotion that the trigger brought up Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah yeah and i mean like physically it has to do with the fact that we're conduits like we are literally like all around the earth strategically placed around the consciousness grid and like it goes back to even when we grounded in right in the beginning with the breath work and everything and when we our roots went into gaia like we're conduits like everything that we do like we're electrical beings and like literally current moves through us and also lest we not forget that i didn't even we didn't mention that much yet but like solar flares are coming off left and right and there's a lot of energy it's all like there's a lot of uh there's a lot of extra magnetic field energy coming from the sun and so some days like and that's why some days in the last few years, like I felt like I'm going crazy and then I get some validation by someone talking about the solar weather, like the space weather that's happening or like saying that some of the side effects are like that you can literally feel like you're like jolting, like there's an electric jolt running current running through you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, maybe I'm not crazy. <laughs> um, so 
you know, just saying that that's part of, that's like a piece of the uh, puzzle for what happens when we're moving emotions through us. And the other thing is like, you know, when we're moving emotions through us, like that's ancestral healing. That's like, we're literally, another way to think of it is like, we're doing a service for the earth. <laughs> like we're doing a we service are. for family line. And you're, you're literally just the physical conduit of this electrical emotional energy. And it just has to move through you. And that's another reason why we're not fully in charge of our emotions and things just move through us. Yeah, definitely. And it, there's the ripple effect as well. Like, um, by healing yourself, you do heal the planet because there is a ripple effect and you ground, you physically ground that frequency into the earth to help heal mother Gaia as well. Ripple out to others that are around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to, I guess, focus on your heat, like your own healing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like my eyes go a little weird when I feel like I'm getting a download or something's happening. <laughs> um, Keep in mind for the YouTube people. Yeah. Yeah, for the YouTube people. Anyone else, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I had more to say on triggers. Oh, just that um, everything that you were explaining to and just of like actually feeling into it and doing the work and moving through and letting the energy and the emotion like move through you that is shadow work like I feel like a lot of people don't know exactly what shadow work is and that mm-hmm. is that is the darker side of I, I'm gonna say quote-unquote darker side of spirituality because mm-hmm. it is actually dark to me I feel like it's kind of in between area but there's a lot of like spiritual bypassing I think in the spiritual mm-hmm. community as well as um like um the toxic positivity and stuff like that and it's fine and it's fine and it's fine but is everything fine if you don't really like go like if you don't take responsibility for your pain Mm -hmm. which is a really tough one because it's we really like to blame other people for our pain Mm -hmm. and i'm definitely included in that and do that so yeah and i feel called here to talk to you about like uh open heart living and so like um jenny who's been one of my main mentors for the last like year and a half like i took a course of hers over there the summer and she always talks about like open heart living and this also has to do a bit with like the like the the literal flow of energy through our body and like um when you practice having an open heart like i literally visualize like a circle opening and and what she says is that energy literally moves through us from the back, like the center, like our soul sits at the high heart, which is kind of like a little bit above, like kind of like at the in, in between your chest a little bit. And so it's like when energy energy moves from like the back of you, like through the front. And so when you have an open heart, like everything is just able to move through you so much easier. And what open heart living is, is uh, feeling everything right when it comes to you so it's not just it's not just like gliding through things it's that when something arises you let it feel through you and you let it pass and I just like that visual of kind of like like an opening in your chest and because energy is moving through all the time like it doesn't matter like like it's always moving through you it's just up to you whether you're like closed and it all just bunches up and that's what causes illness or you let it flow through you and like that was one of the main that was like the big take away for me from like that course and the open heart living thing and and it's like it's the most important thing and I remember I believe a reading that you had for me 
my guide said, if you don't do anything the entire day, what you should do is like affirm that your heart is open. That's the most important. It's the one of the most important parts of living this earth life. Truly. Yeah. I work with that too. I every day like affirm my heart is open. My heart is open. And work on that and right doing like just saying that two things I could feel my heart open up more because I do feel like I do kind of tend to move through the world a little bit closed off so like I am working on that and it is a very subconscious kind of protective thing and it's gotten like a lot better but you can feel it like right away if you're around a new group of people you feel all closed off and then it's just like I sit and like let's affirm my heart is open my heart is open and like that doesn't I think um I used to feel like if my heart was open, I wasn't protected. Yeah. But that's not, right. that's is, not true. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is why, yeah, you, you put protection around. It's like, well, yeah, to really embody the open heart living, it's like you have to, yeah, you have to like kind of know all that it, it comes with. Know that that's the best way for you to be protected is to let, is to feel everything as it comes up and not shy away from the things. So then with these triggers came coming up, I feel like in the beginning, I was kind of just like, fuck this. I don't want to deal with this. Um, and then speaking with my mentor, he gave me the gentle reminder of just like, maybe we don't need to judge the fuck this feeling. Maybe we can just sit and feel into this. So I worked through that. As well as, um, I also struggle with ADHD mm-hmm. as well as I know Alyssa does. And that is a huge, yep. huge piece of our story. So throughout the days, there's some days where it's a lot better than others. And I think that's another thing that I can be really judgmental for myself for. I'm like, oh, I need to do all of these like, 3d human things Mm. like chores and keeping the house together and unloading the dishwasher with like which yes on like some level like yes you do need to like just like take care of yourself and like do those things um but i think i could also use those things sometimes as like a distraction Mm -hmm. that from like my healing work or from like my trigger so then i would do these things and i was like really struggling And, and if you don't have adhd I'm sorry because you probably don't understand, but sometimes like just getting through like one task can feel just like so unbearable and it just like takes so much time. You you can't figure out why you're just like be getting so distracted. You're not able to follow mm-hmm. through. Yeah. And the, like Anyways. paralysis too. Yeah. The paralysis too. Um, Anyways, once I really felt into like some of these triggers and everything that was coming up and being open to feeling them, being willing to feeling them, being willing to go there, I did a day where I just like set out my mat. I made an altar for Kuan Yin or just like an altar. I like to make an altar just to set intention when I do healing work. Um, And then I just laid down and I did like I called in my ancestors, my angels, my guides, Kuan Yin, any beings that wanted to be there um, to support me and assist me through this. And I just sat in a meditation where I just like I felt and I cried mm-hmm. and I welcomed in my inner child and I spoke with her and yeah and that's kind of and I would still I still have more pieces of that to move through Mm -hmm. as well as after that I did do some 
journaling that I thought definitely helped. I need to journal more because I know putting pen to paper really does like help me like express Mm -hmm. and just like it's another way to just like move that energy through. Um, But specifically, I was journaling on devotion to presence and what that means to me. Hmm. When you sat with your inner, when you like called in some fragmented version of yourself did you get any new insights from that or was it kind of just more like just like emotions all like poured out was it like was there any new insight from like inviting in I think what you're referring to is like I refer to it as quantum healing which is um yeah bringing back I mean you know it could be your inner child or it can just be like any any piece of you like when we have trauma a piece of us fragments and so when you bring that part in it's you're listening to it and you're you're healing it in the quantum field which by effect affects your current moment so like did you have any insights from that or was it more just like being there with it i think being there with it as well as like i had this like moment with my inner child where it did come down to the judgment where it's just like I think it's like it's easy to push down some of the things that you've gone through or that have happened. So it was just like this moment of like, I think having compassion for myself for feeling the emotions that I felt like I shouldn't feel and like actually sitting in that and like also holding my inner child and maybe meet like trying like meeting her where she needs to be met, where her needs weren't met as that child as that yeah like teenager or um 10 year old Mm -hmm. or whatever and just like listening to her and holding her and telling her that she's safe as well as like i think that the element came in of just like how like you're human like how could you not feel these things and going through it not being wrong to feel those things mm-hmm. you know spirituality spiritual healing sometimes feels just like this weird double-edged sword because it's like feel it but don't hold on to it yeah. feel it but don't hold on to I it know. you're just I like know. what the fuck does that mean it's but it's confusing <laughs> but it, yeah but yeah it's a journey so mm-hmm. i'm journeying we are journeying but that's good. I'm glad that you did that. I know I wasn't sure I meant to ask you. I know that you said that you were going to try to make a day of that. Um, but that's good. You feel like you kind of like got some good stuff out. Yeah, I definitely want to do more of it. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to journal more too. Because even like devotion to presence, I'm not sure exactly what that means. Mm-hmm. But it's almost just like an open it's like something I'm going to work on this week to keep like adding to and it means this and it means this and just keep writing it down. Um, But I think there's also a huge element of being in your body and that's part of like the devotion to presence. So I think, and, and I also like feel like I don't remember a lot of things mm-hmm. um from when I was younger or even like a couple years ago because like I think my body it pretty naturally like tends to dissociate now um fuck what was I saying about <laughs> I literally just lost <laughs> oh, it ironic timing <laughs> I, oh devotion to presence devotion to presence 
and being in your body okay yeah so i think it's easy when yeah when trauma happens you don't want to be in your body so i think i'm realizing there's probably a lot of life i've lived that's not in my body Mm -hmm. and because it probably feels a little bit uncomfortable so part of like going through those triggers and feeling those things and really feeling them you have to be in your body so also Mm -hmm. like learning to be there which is a lot easier said than done and there's like a unification too that happens there when you are in your body more um because just yeah it's like when i was saying with the fragments too it's like you have to be whole you have to be you can't be split all the time and i know a lot of us tend to numb out and like um, that's a whole other thing yeah right and like i know at least like just me with like uh weed and and stopping weed for like a little while recently like one of the things i've learned was that like i feel like i need to bring myself back more into one version of myself i noticed that i was all these different versions of myself and and i that's like one of the main takeaways um from from the last few weeks of of not having it as much um yeah it's like all about this unification and being in your body yeah well the numbing out thing is huge because everyone fucking does it Mm -hmm. everyone does it and it's also like and or just like even just not you don't even need to have a substance with it you can just numb out and just dissociate no it's it's working your nine to five job that you freaking hate and coming home and watching netflix for the rest of the night and going to bed and doing it the next day and 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 it's like and i'm not like judging that because like i f- i fucking do it too yeah well love is blind was really good this season <laughs> i still have to finish oh, it no. because i've been tr- because because <laughs> i've been trying to be more aware of the numbing so yeah I, and again it's like these things aren't good or bad they just are like when it comes to the cannabis like I love my cannabis. Like I feel like there was a time in my life where it helped me a lot and yeah. I'm very grateful for that. But it's also like can I start using maybe with a little bit more intention because if I'm just like if I just don't want to think about my day or the triggers that are coming up and it's a lot easier easier to just smoke and then watch Love is Blind or watch whatever's on TV and like that's how I spend the rest of my night like not intentionally spent connecting with anyone connecting with myself and i mean it's okay to have days like that yeah and it's not a judgment thing shelf but but it's just like when it comes doing it to avoid and when you're not yeah when you're doing it to avoid and and when you're not and for me when i tend to avoid um the things that want to make themselves known just seem to get louder and louder and louder until i'm like okay fuck i get it i'll listen to you mm-hmm. <laughs> but i'm learning to um be in maybe a process or a practice where i can just like move through and let those emotions and things like what you're talking about earlier with my heart being open just move through me daily so it's not such a cycle of avoid 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 okay frick like avoid 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 all right i hear you like Mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good point like about it just it's just gonna go through you all the time yeah yeah because like and my mentor likes to say this too and it's like and that's the very much how there's not um 
the destination. It's like a journey and Mm -hmm. it's like the waves of life are always going to keep coming. Um, But like there, I don't, the word tools is coming to me, but that's not what I want to say. But um, I guess there is a difference between being excited about being able to surf the waves rather than letting yourself get drowned in them every time. Because no matter how spiritual you are, no matter how much practice you do, the waves of life will always keep coming because we're always asking for curriculum. Mm-hmm. Should we start getting into what we're going to... The other things we're going to talk about it? Yeah, go for it. All right, yeah, let's do that. I want to talk about astrology. Um, Which is, sorry, I just have to say it's really funny because I just had some books beside me to use just to put, like, my mug on and my phone and stuff that I just randomly grabbed. And the one on the top is The Astrology of You and Me. Oh, wow. There we go. Synchronicity. We love it. Um, yeah, maybe I can yeah. even read from that. Yeah. See, see if, <laughs> what, uh, what page you just open up to. And what's, what's the wisdom on there? Um, Check it out. I was going to so, say more to di- um, our own astrology. Yeah, mm. like... Um, oh, I, I, the page I opened mm. up to is the Virgo sibling. Huh which is i have a virgo sibling <laughs> oh wow okay we'll come no, back to this i, I want you to speak on it first but like we'll feel into that that's yeah a little bit more that's, that's interesting um yeah okay so astrology um you know i definitely i don't fully understand how it works but i know that Hell there's no. truth to it um uh, <laughs> astrology it's all bullshit i sorry i just have to say um back in i don't know it's probably a couple years ago but i was watching like have you seen those like explained series on netflix yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. i always thought they were interesting oh my god those are the worst i know i know (laughs) after i like you know it was like smoke eat like a delicious meal numb out type of thing whatever hanging out with like my friend or my yeah. boyfriend i think we were hanging out with friends at the time and i'm like oh astrology this is gonna be so good oh and my like god amping it up and it seems so good and at the very end they're like yeah so basically there's no scientific evidence it's not true and yeah <laughs> and i was like <laughs> those things are the worst netflix is like magic is not real and you guys should all give up now well yeah i mean and that's like netflix is a whole other thing too it's like that's all media and who's it who's it tied to and stuff yeah. but yeah yeah that that's might funny. be yeah <laughs> that's funny. and none of it's real um so often i get confused with uh an astrologer astronomer astrologer you know so what's the difference people, people confuse them astronomers study um the universe and astrologers study how the planets affect our souls and our lives and our evolution and i think that's a really important part about astrology like when i think astrology and when i try to feel into like my understanding of it because i part of like i do want to understand it more and i'm going to be talking it out in real time here and like 
explaining the ways that I think about it uh, and how it works. Um, I feel like a key part of astrology is the motion and the fact that everything is moving and the momentum because like it has to do with the cycles and what you can't have a cycle if things aren't moving. And it's like part of astrology is that like the planets move with us and everything in the universe is moving. So I feel like that's an important um, aspect of it. But in general, like, so when I started thinking a little bit more about astrology, one of the first, one of the things that like kind of just came to me in terms of like maybe what you would call like a spiritual download was that like it has to do with um, the reason part one of the reasons that we're connected to everything has to do with like this the shape of the circle and kind of like the sphere and and how every single point in the universe is a relative center because part of the thing of astrology right is like well, this gets into quantum physics too a little bit because quantum physics is scale invariant. And what that means is like distance doesn't matter. And part of astrology uh, has to do with the, with the, not only just the planets itself, which there's a consciousness to the planets, but part of astrology has to do with um, the constellations that the planets are moving in front of. And so like basically just when I thought about this just from scratch like thinking okay how does this make sense I know fundamentally like just from Claire Cognizance like I know there's a truth to astrology uh I don't think that everyone born in the same month has the same qualities um but there's a I lot think, to that though yeah but yeah exactly it's like there is there's something to your moment of birth and the other thing is um so uh, this also has to do with like human human design, if you've heard of it, is another is like is another kind of version of astrology, but it's, it's a little yeah. bit different, it has to do with the body a little bit more and it's a little more detailed. But uh, the scientific explanation put forth for human design is actually pretty interesting and it has to do with neutrinos. So neutrinos are like a, a particle that are produced in the center of the sun. They're like a byproduct of uh, nuclear fusion, actually. So they're like massless particles. They're very, very, very tiny mass. And so they're moving through the uh they're moving through the atmosphere everywhere like all the time in the universe every part of the universe like neutrinos are always just like moving through um so an explanation put forth for human design is that the reason that your moment of that your moment of birth is important is because like the second you're born you have a unique set of neutrinos that is moving through you and that like encodes your soul that that acts as a blueprint and it's a unique set because like every particle is unique in a way i kind of just thought about that i never really thought about that actually like there's similarities in particles but like considering we're all connected but different like probably every particle is unique so mm -hmm. it's like at the moment of birth these neutrinos pass through you and they make a blueprint of your soul and the way that i see it so so that is at least like what i picked up from human design or what i've read from human design about why your moment of birth is so important and the way that i kind of I'm trying to understand it is that like there's a quantum entanglement that happens from the moment that you're born and it's basically like all and this is where this is where I think the circle comes in because it's like you think of yourself in that moment 
as the center as the central point and it's like everything in every direction all the information like all up down sideways all 360 around you with the relative positions of everything uh, <laughs> sorry. The rel- i'm so sorry oh. my cat is, uh, he's just like he's like hanging upside down <laughs> i did not mean to cut you off but i was laughing and anyways no, i'm really sorry you're Keep going. <laughs> the relative positions of everything like Like there's a frequency encoded into the relative positions of everything that all kind of combines and it's like and it's all is entered into your into your system as a as a blueprint and that's like your evolution cycle and so then at that moment like it's like the it's like the code that makes your body and that makes your soul contract and your life purpose and everything is encoded in the relative positions of everything Mm -hmm. and and then that's why we and then we move with the planets as such and the other thing that came to me uh too when i was thinking about this before we started recording was um like just in terms of like i do believe that the that like our solar system is a unit is like a is a collective consciousness together because there is a consciousness to all bodies in the solar system i believe that there that we're kind of yeah that that all the planets and everything that they they work together as a collective um also intertwine with our souls but you know that also makes sense because we are we were all kind of formed together like when stars form they're coming from this cloud of gas and dust actually you can look <laughs> the one behind me is a star forming region called a nebula and so it's like basically everything that is made in our solar system um was all together and kind of all collapsed together and was spinning very fast and all the debris moved out and well the center spun down and collapsed to form the sun but it was like do you know what I'm saying? Like everything was, everything was all intertwined and smushed into one and connected at some point. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, uh, and then as it spins out, it kind of like fragments and it goes off into into little pieces, almost to like, yeah, like like humans do, <laughs> and when we procreate and 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 okay. we multiply. Okay. And so it's like there's there's an oversoul to just. Yeah, just just in terms of why the consciousness of of the solar system is all connected. And the other aspect of that is the motion because we're all orbiting on the same plane. We're all in the same sphere of influence. So there's we're all under the same motion. Mm-hmm. And this is where I think it comes and this is why I think it's important because we're all we're all moving together, so we're all evolving together. Um and I think and so basically it's like right in astrology the significance of a certain constellation or whatever the shape of the constellation is um so when i was trying to understand like why that is that that would affect us i was like okay well we know that we know that con- so constellations are just a projection a line of sight projection of different um of different stars they're not actually in that actual shape Hopefully most people know this, but, you know, you never know. Um, Mm -hmm. So so then I'm like, okay, well, I know that something about that shape, like let's take taking away what what humans assign to these meanings as like, oh, this is shaped like this. So it must mean this. Like I'm not 100 percent sure about how that works, but I guess Mm -hmm. just sticking to like the general basics, it's to me, it's clear that that 
the pattern formed by those constellations being in the backdrop uh, holds a frequency that cascades down and is time uh, and is uh, spatially uh, invariant um, because it's not going yet yeah, or the distance between us and those stars doesn't necessarily matter um all that matters is the relative position so this is where the angles like angles are so important in astrology and in birth charts and all astrology birth charts are around the circle and it's all about it's all about the relative angles that things are making to each other and so if the angles are the most important part then distance has to have no factor because something can make a certain angle without it doesn't matter what uh what distance it is mm-hmm. um i think that distance is only important for gravity like when you're talking on smaller scales um but it's like if this if the stars in the backdrop of wherever saturn is uh, or something are affecting us then it has to just be that there's like a frequency that cascades and it just like and it kind of comes down in towards the center Mm -hmm. and then there's something yeah like that's that's kind of the way that i see it in addition to us being like quantum entangled with uh it's almost like gears turning so like when i see it with the planets and with the quantum entanglement of us and the planets it's like there's some encoding so the same similar thing like like the frequencies of the relative positions cascade down and encode some some message or some like some yeah some um, a message like a blueprint like instructions like right that's what it feels like it's like it's like and this is why the visual of like the sphere and the circle is so important because they're all out but it's like in that moment it cascades down in and this makes sense because if there's no real distance if nothing is really yeah nothing is really relative to distance everything everything contracts back down to some circular okay. point and so it's like whoosh, and it encodes something and then we're all moving together and it's connected because that distance is is an illusion or I mean, it's it's real, but it's but because yeah, it's it's something with like the direction that you're looking at. Everything in that path along that line of sight, like cascades down down to the center, and it's and it's like everything is in the center point, and 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 the center point is the product of the of all directions around you, summed up into one and that and that's also why everything is connected because everything everything reduces down to this central point that it can um come out of yeah i mean i think that's some scientifical channeling you did on that mm-hmm. so yeah and cool. i i mean i had made a post about this um a little while ago on my interdimensional astrophysics page and it was exciting. That was one of kind of, that was one of the first things that I I feel like I I really channeled um, in terms of astrology and maybe a little bit of quantum physics. And that was really that was just yeah, it was all channeled. And mm-hmm. I was happy because it really resonated with a lot of astrologers um, that I follow or that That's I shared cool. it with. Um, and yeah, a lot of prof- a lot of professional astrologers uh, resonated with, with that idea. And you know, I haven't really studied astrology myself, but I, I want to know. Um, like, it's it's definitely 
the the relative angles are are a really important part of it and the other mm-hmm. the other reason i know it's like angles are so important is because in kundalini yoga part of the movements that we do involve angles like really specifically it's like oh your feet need to be at 30 degrees out or like this one move that we do i guess just as an aside here it's like we put our hands it's like we put our hands like that and they have to be and it's like you're pointing in this finger mm-hmm. and it's like they have to be at a 60 degree angle and um and there's something really unique about the way that energy flows through different angles through the center mm-hmm. of a circle um yeah that makes sense to me yeah like i feel like um well sacred geometry is yeah. what l- literally everything is made out of like the universe and everything and like that's sacred geometry is all angles mm-hmm. like that's literally what it literally what right. it is and then um, I don't think we really mentioned also in astrology because you're kind of talking about like the planet spinning and everything. But like when someone's born, it's where all it's at that exact point in time where all the planets are positioned in the sky and it's almost just like a frozen picture but like there's also i think because of the positions that would have to do with the angles too like the angles of the planets um relative to where you are because it also has to do with the longitude and latitude on the planet into that Mm -hmm. exact point in space and time um and then that really is your blueprint and then you're also seeing like you're if you go (laughs) oh no i was i said right (laughs) yeah um what was I going to say? Oh, this is going to be fun. The blueprint. Good thing we have a podcast. Um, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. When you were saying about like, you're like, oh, I don't believe like everyone born in the same month has the same personality. Well, it's like, well, no, because like a lot of people think it's just like our our sun sign, which is like that's mm-hmm. our main zodiac sign. So like you are. What are you? Oh, a Capricorn. <laughs> you are. <Yeah. laughs> A i'm a capricorn i'm very much a capricorn <laughs> i'm thinking of just that like jesus, jesus. Just jesus meme i'm such a capricorn <laughs> such a capricorn me and just jesus funny. we are the same and not yeah and i'm a sagittarius and i think i'm very much a sagittarius but it's interesting because and most people think that's your only sign like i've talked about my other signs on my instagram and people are like wait what how how can you be a sagittarius and also be a virgo and also be this so um that's our sun sign so my son is in sagittarius your son is in capricorn but we also have a moon and a rising sign and then all the planets so jupiter pluto neptune and all of those are played depending on our birth chart are placed in different spots too and that is an actual blueprint of our soul that can like mm-hmm. go back that can actually predict or show you oh this is why i had this type of trauma when i was younger or this is why this happened as well as show you pieces of your personality but i find it's actually a lot less about your personality and most people think it is because like you know cosmos started writing those like junky horoscope things that are like those are probably just made up so i get why people are like oh this is bullshit mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but real astrology when you dive into it and you're like oh this is my whole blueprint so for example i won't go into all of them but if i'm a sagittarius sun um, my moon is in virgo and i'm a scorpio rising so a rising is usually how you look to other people so 
so from other people looking in they might see me more of a scorpio which makes sense and i've been told that i don't know how many times i've been told oh i thought you I were a that. bitch until i got to know you and <laughs> i was like that's probably the best compliment ever say it again yeah. but like i hear it all <laughs> the time and i have like very much like rbf or i've been told i do like you i don't know scorpio it's vibes to- totally and i mean when well, i am scorpio rising um but my inner world is like people might not see it from the outside but i am like actually really optimistic and i like to travel and experience cultures and which is very sagittarian but there's like a whole Mm -hmm. makeup of where all these different planets are positioned i actually have a lot in capricorn too what's your rising sign capricorn oh what's your moon aries oh Mm -hmm. fiery yeah it makes sense yeah I'm a rebel in yeah. ways um the other thing i wanted to mention is that there's an aspect of astrology too that actually doesn't have much to do uh with our souls as much as it has to do with the planets speaking to each other because the planets each have like a personality and like a consciousness that represents them like their relative positions like they're having their own dance with each other and sometimes like they might not be very concerned with us like but they affect us and the energy Mm. that they create together affects us because we're a collective in the solar system um so that affects us but it's like there's another aspect of it that like the planets are doing their own thing they're having their own dance Mm -hmm. um and i think that's kind of cool too and i want to understand more about how that works and um like the other thing that comes to mind too is like the power of eclipses and because eclipses are when you have uh and this goes back to the angles it's when you have things in a row like an eclipse happens when the sun moon and the earth are all aligned and so there's a there's a massive energy that's created Mm -hmm. when there is an alignment between multiple astronomical bodies that like i mean it is it is like gravitational but it's also not like i I don't know there's some because it's like the way that i see it is almost like yeah it's almost like lines protruding like the path of motion of of everything like there's like an invisible line protruding from it and and it just and it's the intersection of of these lines that creates a lot of energy and so just something with like when when the planets are in motion are in alignment um or when just multiple astronomical bodies are in alignment it's like it's almost like a ripple effect of the energy because i think the sun like the sun is the is the center of of the consciousness of the solar system and it's it uh is the life force of Mm -hmm. most of the solar system so it's like there's a power from the sun and i think there's there's some kind of quantum communication that goes on between the sun and the other planets and the planets uh themselves and it's pretty cool yeah yeah definitely yeah so let me think i know there's something else else, there's something else i was gonna add to that too but but (laughs) okay well one other thing that i wanted to say about the angles because i feel like it's relevant is I'm still I still want to unpack this but um I had this reading once where he talked about 
angles. So I actually really want to re-listen to it because it was kind of meant for me to re-listen to it at a later time and understand more of what he was saying. So it's like, it's a little bit intuitive because what he was saying was like, when I'm talking to people, sometimes I, like, it can come off as a lot if I am like standing, if I am, this is more of like an energetic visualization. If I visualize myself like right across from the person and I'm coming at someone with like a lot of information, it's a lot. But he said, if you move to the side and it's like, it wasn't physical, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you move to the side and now instead, it's like, you can also visualize it as physical. Like, and now you're at a table and you're at a 45 degree angle with a person and you're talking to them like that. All of a sudden, there's more understanding because you're kind of meeting them a little bit more. Mm, and okay. so it's like, as opposed to like just directing your energy opposite, like the opposition, like when you're directing your energy uh, directly opposite to someone, there's a there's an intensity associated with that. With that, that makes sense with the eclipses and everything. Like when two things are when things are directly opposed. Uh, or like yeah opposition is like another astronomy term that we use like when things are directly opposed like there's an intensity like um like it's fully lit like there is it's there's an intensity associated with that as opposed to when you're in a 45 degree angle it's a little bit less intense Mm -hmm. um so it's very abstract concept and something that i want to unpack more but i feel like it is relevant um it was like it was like yeah he was talking in angles he's like yeah when you're here you're across and and then when you're on the side and then and then it's it's better it's a little bit softer that way and i was like i understand what that you're saying sense. but i don't yeah so i just thought it was a really cool concept um and i think it has to do with astrology a bit too that makes sense i feel like even just on an energetic level if you're like across from someone like that it's less like confrontational than if you're like face on with someone mm-hmm. um and some people are like that i mean where it's like easier to talk if they're not looking at a person like i know yeah. people will do this in I'm therapy like <laughs> i'm like that too yeah, yeah yeah i'm like that too where it's just like i mean like this is part of the reason why we started the podcast but like our voice memos pop off and i feel like like i don't know right <laughs> but yeah like yeah because it's yeah because when you're not looking at someone you can kind of just that's why back to, back to love is blind somehow <laughs> they're not looking at each other and they can they can be more vulnerable yeah i can't wait to finish that because it looks wild do it um yeah um, so i mean like basically those are the ideas that i have thus far about astrology yeah. and um, what I, I want to know more is like I want to know more about about the angles and and maybe like what they mean and kind of how how this how this entanglement works and how it has to do with like everything's rotation and movement yeah I mean I also wanted to mention like when it comes to the astrology um it kind of brings up the like fate versus free will debate oh totally that's a good point yes because there are aspects of our astrology that create destiny that create our destiny i think or i think like i i the way i see it is it's like i mean and because it also impacts like the collective on earth like the earth collective destiny um and and you know one of the things like some there was something about like 
the Pluto return or how it coincided with like the fall of the Roman Empire and basically oh, yeah. right now our civilization uh, on, everywhere on the planet is collapsing and so there are these oh yeah what they refer to as like nodes I believe in astrology or I guess I don't know that's one way to look at it South node like these North intersection node? um oh, I, no, I don't know no, no that's not i don't yeah i mean i don't know exactly what it is but just the concept of like this intersection point and because i believe that like i believe that things are a little bit more free will based in between faded events right like yeah and i think astrology creates the atmosphere in the air for these faded events to happen and it's like when you come back around to that certain intersection of some planet or of whatever that's when fate strikes yeah and it can be applied to civilizations and it can be applied to individuals well i think that's the other really interesting thing about astrology like when we were talking about um the placements of the planet and how it's kind of like that that is like your blueprint when you are born that doesn't just exist for humans like your dog your cat has an astrological blueprint as well as like entities so i follow this like business astrologer i really love her she's great and she talks about how your business is an entity and your business also has its own like astrological blueprint so you yes and so she like completely like looks up all of her business stuff based on her businesses like um chart i suppose which is really interesting because like um for you and i like even relationships like not the two people but the relationship can have Mm -hmm. can have a chart which is really interesting so you can read a lot based on that um and then Mm -hmm. also when it comes to like the free will and the destiny like i feel like there's a lot of things in astrology when it comes to you personally that i feel like show there's pieces of you that it shows that can be your tendencies but you can work against that but it is like a blueprint where it gives you that this can be like your this this can be a tendency in this area depending on what it is definitely yeah yeah so i don't think like astrology is not like set like it's i don't know it's kind of difficult to explain and i'm not an astrologist but at all like i feel like i don't really know that much about it but probably more than the average person mm-hmm. um but i'd say like it's not set in stone uh, but like i don't know yeah you know well, like one say? other thing is that in human design there's two sides of there's two there's two aspects there's your personality and design and so it's basically like for every person there's an aspect of your being that is predestined by your astrology in a way and then there's an aspect of your being that is open to your earth lifetime and it's open to uh your upbringing and everything yeah nature versus nurture yeah you know there's an aspect that's that's uh open to be impressed upon when you're growing up yeah Uh, and And, there's other aspects and it's different for everyone yeah and it's the same with gene keys which is pretty similar to human design but they have like the gift in the shadow yeah 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 exactly that's it's yeah analogous topic analogous idea yeah Mm -hmm. but we should have an astrologer on one of our episodes that would be really interesting because i'd love to hear yeah hear more yep um but yeah and and i I would say too for anyone who's like kind of I don't know does I mean I'm sure if you're here you do believe in astrology but like who (laughs) knows but 
literally like like if you look up everything about your birth chart like all of the planets and like how you were even saying um last time pluto was wherever was the fall of the roman empire now all this political stuff is happening like it's mm-hmm. predicted or shows all these like events so it's like people like predicted the pandemic not in the way that they knew it was going to be an actual pandemic Mm -hmm. but they were like oh i see economic um collapse is probably going to happen around this time and this is probably and there's going to be like isolation and like there's going to be like all Mm -hmm. these things so they had an idea of kind of what was to come and um maybe that and maybe it could have in a different lifetime looked different than a pandemic but it was something that with those things um yeah but if you look it has a great track record yeah but if you look it up it is crazy like the actual like the astrology that matches with like real time world events that are happening like there's crazy stuff going on in iran right now um with like Mm -hmm. the women's like revolution and stuff popping up and like there is astrology i don't know what exactly but i know there is astrology right now um yeah that we are in a revolutionary phase the divine feminine is in a revolutionary phase and like that's crazy yes. and that astrology mm-hmm. like you could have looked that up you could have looked that up if you were jesus like if you were born two thousand mm-hmm. years ago and said two thousand years ago from now there will be some type of um female-led revolution or divine feminine yeah. revolution at this time and like it's happening mm-hmm. that's nuts yeah, yeah it is yeah it's it's like the grander orchestration of like the collective earth consciousness is being Mm. pulled like strings everything is moving in a in a symphony yeah and the other thing i wanted to say this is the only thing that i've really channeled around astrology or more just like a thought idea but like obviously there is the concept of us living in a simulation which Mm -hmm. like there's i feel like different levels to that but if we are living in a simulation which like in a like i kind of think we are like we're humans in a human body like this is a simulation regardless Mm -hmm. if you think that we're like in a computer or if it's just like we're on on earth um but then our astrology when we're born where the planets are placed that is our that is the coding of the system of when we're put into the simulation that's our coding and it's written in the stars yep i agree wild yeah, it's pretty cool right right exactly that's and that's like what i said a bunch of times with the blueprint and the code yeah. and it's it's uh instructions because that's what coding is yeah coding is instructions yeah. so it is it's a set of instructions and it's like when you and like i do coding for my research and stuff and it's when you let the program run the instructions let it go <laughs> oh that's so interesting you're bringing up coding because i'm not very technical or like coding computer brained at all I know you are. You're a very smart genius from wherever you came from. I'm more just like, oh, let's heal and dance and stuff. But I did have a download about coding. And of course, I can't remember the actual download, but I did put it in my phone. And I wonder if I should bring it up, which is really funny. Because like, I don't really have downloads about shit like that. Or maybe we could save it for another episode, too, because it might be hard for me to find. Yeah. All right. So... 
we actually decided to split this episode into two. So we are going to have part two coming next week, talking all about past lives. It's definitely an interesting episode. We get into um, a little bit about me and Michaela's past lives together and kind of how our karma has led us to connect in this lifetime. Michaela talks about some really cool synchronicities about past lives with people and animals in her current life. Um, so yeah, definitely tune in for that one next week. So that's all. Please make sure to review, subscribe, rate, all of the things. Um, follow us on Instagram and um, definitely also check out the YouTube. So that will be it for this week. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time. Bye.